It's 11.02 Central Daylight Time, and welcome to the Duke of Pipso podcast, coming to you live from the Dan Hampton Award presentation ceremony at the Little Rock Touchdown Club's annual awards banquet in Little Rock, Arkansas. I'm Matt. And I'm Martin. And now, all hail the Danimal. Isn't he like in jail or something? Uh, no. No? He's too rich to be in jail. Fair enough. Has he had more than two DUIs? Yes. But that's fine now, if you're rich. Uh, Well, we have a very special show for you tonight. This is episode 99, which obviously we expected we'll do 99 episodes and they'll continue forever. Uh, But we put together a pretty special show, I would say. We've invited some of our guests from throughout the history of the podcast and into what we like to call The View, which is obviously a priority destination for celebrity and political guests with up-to-the-minute hot topics and invaluable conversations. Pretty awesome, Martin. I'm I'm very happy. Um, It's one of the rare episodes that we get to sort of you know just sit in the sound booth mixing sound and you know having a good laugh or even just feeling inspired or moved by something that you know the panel said uh you and i are not actually going to be participating on the panel uh, but i think maybe we should start to introduce some of the people on the panel I agree. Um, in no particular order, we have Joan Rivers. Hello, comic. Buddy. Hello, Matt. Hi, Joan. How are you? On ninety-nine. Thank you very much. Um, it's a real honor. It's I didn't think honor. you were doing media anymore. No, I am, and I'm on QVC selling blue jeans and dangles. <laughs> Can we talk, Matt? Yes. <laughs> As always, Joan. As oh, always. God. I am so old, I forget all my Elizabeth Taylor jokes. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Who else Who else do we have, Marty? Uh, we have our brand manager, Seth. I'm playing the role of Megan McCain. No, you're not. You're Seth. And I'm Seth. Fair enough. We have uh, someone you may not have heard of before, but we came across him in our various travels. Uh, he's not from America, and his English is not great, um, but I think he really will give sort of a working man's insight. And I'm speaking, of course, of our new friend, Lubo the Plumber. Oh, hello, Lubo. This is Lubo. Uh my English is not great, uh, but uh, uh, politicians' words reveal less about what he thinks about his subject than what he thinks about his audience. Wow, insightful. Uh, we have wow. from, yeah, from Las Vegas, part of the terrific team of animal trainers, Roy Horn, from, of course, Siegfried and Roy. Wow. Hello, Martin. Hello, Matt. So good to be back on the show. And 
Lugo, it, uh, as a fellow immigrant, I would say your English will rapidly improve and soon you will sound like a real Native American. <laughs> Martin, this is this could not be going any better. <laughs> and then last but certainly not least, you might remember him from the previous season, Coach Popteen. Hey, everybody. Coach here. Glad to be back. Oh, um, and un- unfortunately, uh, we were going to have Michael, our former intern, on the show, uh, but he couldn't make it. There was a fire of some sort that he was involved in, and I don't really know any more details. Sounds like a little Greek lightning to me, Marty. <laughs> exactly. Right. Well, uh, I I think we should, you know, let's just get right into it. Um, Martin, we have a, we have so many guests. What, what piece of meat should we throw into the middle of their, you know, eating area? Oh, that's a little too soon. That's a little too soon, Matt. Talking about throwing chunks of meat. Come on. Come on. We can wait on that, can't we? Throwing chunks of meat. I once saw Elizabeth Taylor fight a seagull for a French fry. (laughs) Well, I think, you know, Joan Rivers really reminds me, we live in a culture of celebrity. I'd love to get what our panel thinks about, you know, the Chris Rock getting slapped at the Oscars, Dave Chappelle getting attacked on stage. I'm going to start with Joan Rivers. Were you ever in fear of being attacked when you were performing? Well, Marty... Unfortunately, I was attacked, okay? Johnny Carson put a hit out on me. You know, you all heard I didn't get the Tonight Show. But what you didn't hear is that he put a mafia hit on me. My daughter was scalped by one of uh, Johnny's, you know, toughs, and I saved her life. And so, yeah, a slap, that's nothing, nothing to what a woman in comedy has to deal with. Let a man take a woman's shoes for once and then talk to me. I'm sorry, Marty. I don't mean to be uh, upset with you. It's just the situation. Uh, Coach here, one thing I know is men wearing women's shoes just doesn't sound right. Well, that's because you're a coach. Of course not. You wear cleats on the field. Uh, uh, may I, uh, uh, I, I, I would like to say to, to speak English, uh, popularity makes no law invulnerable to invalidation. Americans accept judicial supervision as their democracy. Judicial review of popular but possibly unconstitutional statutes because they know that if the Constitution is truly to constitute the nation, it must trump some majority preferences. Roy, I'd really love to hear your insight on this. Were you ever in fear on stage? Uh, yeah, this one hits a little too close to the bone for me. Uh, I, I can certainly sympathize with uh, Dave Chappelle's and the Chris Rocks of the verb, but uh, Will Smith is nothing compared to a, I don't know, 800-pound tiger that bites you in the neck. Uh, yeah, so uh, getting a nice slap on the face or a 
maybe a gentle little tackle. These are not good things. They should not happen to comedians, but well, let's keep things in perspective, gentlemen. Uh, did your spinal cord get uh, severed? Uh, were you left uh, as a vegetable for the last 15 years or so of your life? No, the, life goes on for these men. They grow from it. They do not shrink. They should move on. Yeah, Interesting. I mean, look, here's the deal. We've all seen The Hangover, okay, Roy? I don't really know what part of the movie you're referencing. I know Mike Tyson was there. I know his tiger was there. I know if you if you sing to the tiger, it goes to sleep. Here's the thing. I'm still focused on the, uh, the meat that's being thrown in the middle because – um, last week I said a personal best. I had nine hot dogs in one week and I just, you know, any more meat. I don't know if my system can handle it. I actually, it's a side note, can back up Seth on this. We went to the Cubs game on Saturday. There wasn't enough hot dogs in Chicago for Seth that night. It's sort of amazing. Um, oh, no, so really interesting, Seth. <laughs> Um, so let's move on. I think we answered everybody's question about that, obviously. A lot of people nowadays are talking about the TV show The Equalizer with Queen Latifah. You guys watch it? How much do you love it? Is it Queen Latifah's best role? A lot of people say it is. Well, it's interesting that it's not the uh, equitalizer, you know, equity over equality. I don't know. It's just interesting point there, as Megan McCain would say. Well, I've we're gonna watched. we're gonna probably edit that part out there, Seth. We don't want to, you know, burn any bridges. Right. Uh, so, uh, I'm sorry, uh, my English is not great, uh, 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 but. Uh, uh, just as the common law derives from ancient precedents, uh, judges' decisions rather than statutes, baseball's codes are the game's distilled mores. Their unchanged purpose is to show respect for opponents and the game. In baseball, as in the remainder of life, the most important rules are unwritten, but not unenforced. Well, let's move on. I think that Lubo obviously summed it all up. That's what we were thinking. Thank you. Uh, we're going to get back to maybe a little bit of, you know, summer's coming up. It's really tropical almost in Chicago. It's supposed to be in the 80s all week. What do you guys think about summer drinks? You like them? What are some of your favorites? I know Joan must have a couple that she loves. Well, Marty... I drink. You know that. You know I drink. But I'm sorry. I'm a little upset because Melissa's not talking to me. Um, my daughter, Melissa. And so, because when I think of summer, I think of her. And, and and because we used to spend summers together after my husband killed himself in our kitchen, shot his brains out. Um so this, that happened in the summer, and then the funeral was in the summer, and then Melissa stopped talking out to me because she blamed me for my husband shooting himself in the kitchen. But so summer drinks, I usually drink a lot. It doesn't matter what the hell it is. I just drink a lot in summer. Sorry, Marty. No problem. No, I'd like to jump in here and, you know, out on the fields of Iowa, there's nothing better than sitting on the porch with your wife, maybe sipping a little whiskey, 
you know, nothing wrong with a Bud Light or two every once in a while. Yeah, thank you, Coach. For the first time, I feel like somebody actually answered the questions that was asked. Uh, I may simply suggest a nice glass of peppermint schnapps or a Hefeweizen. That's a nice summer drink. So, Seth, you're sort of a youngster. You're, you know, Gen Z or whatever. Um, If you're out, you know, at the bar with your high school wrestling friends, what might you get, you know, around the 4th of July? Well, Martin, the answer is simple. It's got to have red. It's got to have white. It's got to have blue. So, you know, drink of the summer, a high life. Just give me a cold high life, single bottle, pop the top. Let's let it rock. You know, you know that my wrestling friends, you have to keep it short with them. Can't get any of these deep drinks. Yeah, they are not cool. They're also um, very short. It helps for wrestling. And jockeying. So Shout out the Kentucky Derby. Shout out Rich, whatever that horse was named. Speaking uh, of summer. Summer. Uh, uh, may I, oh. may I uh, uh, talk? Uh, some uh, calamities, the 1929 stock market crash, Pearl Harbor, 9-11, have come like summer lightning as bolts from the blue. The looming crisis of America's Ponzi entitlement structure is different, driven by the demographics of an aging population. Its causes, timing, and scope are known. I like that Lubo the plumber. He's a straight shooter. I know he's not from around here, but he's speaking the plain truth. I I say uh, many uh, thank you to you. So summertime's coming up. People are going to be driving more. You know, people love summer vacation. But inflation... People are complaining about it. You know, gas prices are crazy. I don't even know how much Vaseline costs anymore. Oh, God. How are you guys dealing with this? Oh, everything's going up, Marty. Everything except for my breasts. (laughs) This second, I'm so old. Oh, I wish inflation would hit my breasts. (laughs) You know what I mean, Marty? Oh, can we talk? Yeah, no, it's sort of like, got some flat pancakes going on over there. Oh, pancakes. <laughs> That's oh, a good Lord. one. Oh, gosh. You got no idea. Put some syrup on them and take them off my chest and put something heavy and pert there. Oh, I used to have the greatest boobies. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Martin, here, here are some conversations being had around my dinner table with my roommate of the same age. <clears throat> what is inflation? That that's pretty much it. We're we're still stuck at step one. If anybody could help us, any 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 listener out there, just want to slide in the DM and let me know what it is. Seth, I want to take this opportunity. Are you still getting grief from your roommate about like cleaning, and he never cleans? We since the last time I was on, a lot has transgressed. Um, we are further along. We are more mature. And we are working better together. I just but don't yes, think it's a good. It, it's it's not a good match. Break. I'm it's using not his a good headphones match. right now. Brian, when you hear this episode, you're at the Sox game. I 
took your headphones and I'm using them. So what you're listening through, my ears were also there. So many of you, I'm, I'm sure that you've been listening to our podcast and been following along in the news frequently. And, you know, a lot of people are worried, is America still on top? Have we lost our edge? Is, you know, the 21st century, is it going to be the American century anymore? Or who knows? Is it going to be the century of Canada? I don't know. But people are worried. Thoughts? Yeah, if, if, if I may, uh, I want to actually answer this question and the last question at the same time. Now, we all remember the uh, hyperinflation of the Weimar Republic uh, between the years 1925 and 1923, right? Uh, you will perhaps uh, bring the bell for you. I was a teenager. Yes, yes, of course. And so therefore you, you remember that a loaf of bread that cost 160 marks at the end of 1922, cost 200 billion marks by late 1923. And what was the ultimate cause of this? No, not uh, debts incurred by the uh, World War One. It was the departure from the gold standard. Right, gentlemen? We need to get back to the gold standard. Uh, I believe that somebody like... Mm, Coach might uh, sympathize with this uh, sentiment, no? Well said, my friend. Uh, just a little pro tip up out there. Silver is only at about 50% of its high. If I was going to recommend anything, I'd just say buy silver. Silver, silver, silver. They're not making more of it. How much Doge do you own? Can we mute that guy? Uh, yeah, clean uh, the room, Seth. What this is, is a Lubo. Uh, uh, I suppose uh, there's a melancholy tone uh, at the back of the American mind, a sense of something lost, and it's the lost world of Thomas Jefferson. Uh, it's the lost sense of innocence that we could live with a very minimal state, with a vast sense of space in which to work out freedom. Uh, excuse me, I, I have a trouble with uh, my English. Uh, coach, coach, are you there? I'm here, Lubo. Uh, um, your English is just fine. Oh, you know, I'm not some you. sort of professor. Okay, but I know gold, silver. They're not making any more of them, and America's still on top. I see it every day when I drive past the cornfields. I see it every day when I have 15-year-olds run head-to-head -head into each other at football practice. We're number one. Uh, where, where is Jubrod? Uh, I'm right here, honey. Oh. Um, yes, I, I like her voice. Uh, she makes me feel uh, like I met my uh, in my grandfather's house. Thank you. I'll take that as a compliment. I'm older than your grandfather. Um, I think America still is on top and will always be. I'm sorry, I'm going to start again. Um, because, Martin, you know the idea of manifest destiny, correct? 
And we felt like as America that we manifest destiny was completed for us when we made it to the West Coast, but that wasn't it. That's not all we have. We're going to take over the whole world. We are going to be the world. There's not going to be any other country but America, and that's that's when we have won, and that's where we're heading. We're going to take over every country, and I can't wait for that. Excuse me. Wow. Just wow. That's destiny, okay? That's manifest destiny. Thank you. We had a couple more topics, but I think that's a great centerpiece for our show, for our country, for the children. I'm just going to wrap it up there. I, I can't thank you enough, everybody, for joining us. This is usually the point of the show where we go into hurrahs and huzzahs. Yeah. Hurrahs are the good ones, right, Matt? Yeah, we. as much as we, we don't want to end this, I mean, are we really ready? Yeah. Well, ready. here's what we're never ready. But I, you know, if they wanted to, they could join us. Right. If they have a hurrah or a huzzah, they would like to give out. We typically start with hurrahs. Yeah, I'm Matt. Go it's up. your turn. This. All right. Well, I'm very excited to do hurrahs this week because uh, Martin, um, my hurrahs to you. Usually, you get a huzzah from me, but um, this week it's a hurrah. It's for your burping. Um, it, I've noticed over the last few years that, um, that you've started to do this kind of like, um, like, like uh, constant burping that just happens all the time. Like every couple of like every half minute or full minute, you're like, and I was, you know, first I didn't know what to make of it. But then after consulting with one of our uh, friends of the show, I realized that actually what's happening is the burping is uh, happens during the day and then the snoring happens at night. So during the day is when you're expelling the oxygen, you know, oxygenated air out of your body. And then at night you snore it all back in. So what I realized is that your body has actually reached a sort of perfect balance where you get all the air you need uh, at night. And then during the day you release it in like a perfect pattern, like a, almost like a Bach, Bach, uh, like symphony or something. Well, thank you. I don't even think if we had professor of science on the show, that he could have said it any better. Right. So thanks. What you're saying right now is I've reached sort of a perfect state in right. terms of oxygenation. Right. Like you're taking in and blowing out the exact correct levels. Well, I wasn't aware of that, but I feel really positive about it. Good. Good. 
Let's see if any of our esteemed guests, this is the hurrah section. If anyone has a hurrah they'd like to throw out there, now is the time. Yeah, Marty, I've got a hurrah I'd like to go next. That's all right. Yeah, go for it. All right, so uh, I, I've been thinking about this one a lot. I went, I, uh, went for a little uh, mind-clearing walk earlier to try to figure out what direction I would take it, um, and I landed on, I'm going to give a hurrah this week to the unsung heroes just in general. Um, my thought process started with, uh, Steve Mongo McMichael. If you've seen a picture of him recently, you know, he's going through with ALS right now. And I think he was an unsung hero of those, uh, legendary bears teams that you guys would obviously know more about. Maybe he was more sung, but at least for a young guy like me, it was always Walter Payton, Richard Dent, um, and, and refrigerator Perry. And so, you know, just keeping him, you know, when I saw a picture of him, it's, it's, it's a battle. Um, and so, you know, unsung heroes leading to, Nurses Week. Uh, shout out to all the nurses. Um, I, every day when I go to work, I'm amazed at the overnight people. It's crazy. I was asleep. They were working. So shout out to them. And of course, uh, I think we just came out of Teacher Appreciation Week. So shout out to all the nurses and just the unsung heroes in general. Um, I appreciate you, Martin, for including me in this gripping podcast. Uh, I know you. I got just by the way for Teacher Appreciation Week. I got a virtual badge, a pen, and a water bottle that you can't wash in the washing machine. So How many pretty good week. bucks is the virtual award worth? That's unclear because Bachman bucks have no monetary value. And they're the good virtual, for nothing. Yeah, the virtual badge also is good for it. So Three billion. One to one exchange. Three billion. Ooh. If I may, there there are very few water bottles you can wash in a washing machine. Perhaps a dishwasher would be a better choice, (laughs) Martin. Where do they? I don't live in Las Vegas where everything's fancy. We have a machine. We have a machine that we shower, wash our dishes, and wash our clothes in. That's like the rec room at the at the junior high, the all all you can do room. That's that's Martin's house. <laughs> I I don't think anybody uh, yes. got that analogy. Martin's Martin's house and a junior high are are definitely similar. That's so is it... my first husband in junior high. <laughs> <laughs> so any other hurrahs? Hearing none. I have a hurrah. Oh, thank you. I'm sorry. Uh, It's also National uh, Real Estate Agent Day. So just for those heroes, real estate agents, I'd like to say hurrah to them. I don't want them to be ignored because they're, they're national heroes and treasures too. Thank you. Well said. Well said. Thank you. So we're going to move on now to huzzahs. And... I had a really hard time coming up with my huzzah this week. So I'm giving two. My first huzzah goes out to the Duke of Pipso podcast and everyone affiliated with it in any way. You set the bar so high in your first 99 episodes. You redefined podcasting. You defined a generation. 
How could you set the bar so high? Can you top it? I'm worried that people have such high expectations for it now that they can never be met. And then my my second one, and this I just discovered literally minutes before we started podcasting. There is a Facebook page for Millstep Enterprises, LLC, some sort of plumber who basically stole our entire branding. You know, thanks for not helping, Seth. That should be something you should be on the lookout for, by the way. You're welcome. No, I meant you're doing a terrible job. And may God be with you. Right. So anyway, Millstep Enterprises, I am pretty sure we can sue them. I don't know what this guy has that we could get. Maybe some like bathroom tiles or like a new shower head. But regardless, it's a catastrophe. And this cannot stand. Intellectual property is what we can get. And that has no limit to its value. Sort of like Bachman Bucks. Right. Exactly. Anybody else did? did uh, what about uh, Roy Horn? Yeah, I just want to give a quick huzzah to uh, the masked magician. This guy is clearly not good for magicians. He's ruining it. Uh, you should really stop doing that. Uh, yeah, huzzah for that guy. Yeah, hard to argue with that. Well, it's pretty clear we've done it again. We've created the best podcast ever. Uh, I know, Matt, you wanted to give a special thank you to our guests. I did. I just, you know, in this long journey uh, for us to have have accumulated such an incredible group of people that represent, you know, just uh, all the every possible like way of life and way of thinking and, and style of comedy that you could imagine. Uh, We just, we're so grateful and, you know, we can't wait to keep, you know, um, like publicizing all your work on our podcast so that all the world can know what you're doing. And then all the world will know that it was us that told you know, them about you. And that's just how it all works. I feel like in a lot of ways, we are that voice in the wilderness that is calling out superstars. We are the way, Matt. Yes, indeed we are. Well, until next time, have a great week, everybody. All right, everybody. See you in... uh... See you in triple digits. A a vulgar thing. But, you know...